Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is episode 20 of Peaked in College, episode 2-0. It is officially December 31st, 2022. I'm here with my boy, Craig Nielsen, and he delivered on his promise to the fans that we would get in 20 episodes before the new year. How do you feel, Craig? You stole my intro. I was going to say we <laughs> promised and we delivered. Yeah, we promised and we delivered. Your boys came through once again. I mean, 20 episodes. When did we start this podcast? Like two and a half years ago? <laughs> yeah. It was like COVID, right? Like middle of COVID kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It it really helped me during uh during my residency interviews. I, they always brought up like, what do you like to do outside of work? And I said, well, you know, me and my good friend from college, we used to have a radio show and you know, we moved we moved and separated across the country, but our bond remained strong and we decided to uh, continue the show and and turn it into a YouTube slash podcast show. So um, they were like very, very impressed with that. So thanks, Craig, for getting me a job. Yeah, thank, thanks, David, for keeping me busy and making yeah. me be less, less productive at work. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That one episode a month is really bogging it down. I know you're always just sitting at work brainstorming what to talk about. Too. <laughs> Calculating the Dogecoin. And... Yeah. Anyways. So is this so, end yeah. of like our season one? Is that what we're doing this? Yeah. I think we're going to switch over to season two. So I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to season two. I think uh, what are the main things, you know, you're, you're looking forward to in season two, Craig? In season two. Wow. Um, I think we've hit a little bit more of a rhythm of like what we like to like, we talk about less sports which I think is, is good for our listeners. We have a, a couple core segments, um, and I'm excited for some new ideas too. Yeah, we're going to have to roll in some new ideas. I, I think uh, the best thing to do for our fans is to keep evolving and keep growing. Um, I think my big goal for next year is getting on some guests too. I think we, uh, you know, I love the episodes, just me and you, but I think we can we can expand our horizons, bring in some people, you know, that we knew from from high school or from college and, and get them on and see uh, see what they want to talk about too, share their share their stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have some pretty interesting friends. So way more, way more cool than us. Yeah, very interesting friends. I think they're uh, still peaking. <laughs> yeah, in college or still. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm a full believer in multiple peaks in life. So I think we are ascending on our next peak, Craig. I sure hope so. So we're gonna be optimistic. People. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, optimistic. New Year's Day. Yeah, it is New Year's Eve. Uh, you know, when people listen to this, it'll probably be uh, after New Year's Day. Um, so how are how are you feeling going into New Year's uh, evening, Craig? Are you a big New Year's guy? I hate New Year's. Like, maybe the most overrated holiday, in my opinion. Um, well, that, that's that's not completely true, because I do, I do like the everyone's kind of home watching football um, aspect. I think that that's really fun, that there's just a lot of games. Um, so I like that part, but, but other than that, like there's all these big parties. I like house parties. Unfortunately, um, that didn't really work out this year, but, um, I, I hate like going out to these like big expensive, like hotels or like all you can eat, drink things and Ubers are super expensive. People are drinking and driving. So it's like not safe and there's always accidents and that's scary and, that, and that's frustrating. So, so to put it, to summarize my incoherent thoughts i hate new year's how about you david would you would you say then just listening to how you feel about this holiday that new year's grinds your gears it does grind my gears yeah what do you what do you mean by house parties can you define that because when you say house parties i picture like college parties when the floor is sticky you know the music's loud yeah you're, you're kind of squiggling through people to to get to you know the fridge yeah. for more drinks or what so let me paint a picture and this if this was my new year's tonight it would be a bright bulb but okay. But this, so this is why I'm a little bitter because it's, this isn't it, but I, I would love to like have like 
10 to 15 friends over in my con or my apartment right now is pretty small. So I really, that's part of the issue is I can't just like host this dream party. I need someone else to, <laughs> so it'd be like, you know, that 10 to 20 ish people total, um, maybe even a few less, but not too much bigger. Everyone brings like a fun, like drink or cocktail idea, or like maybe like a crock pot item, like some, get some Buffalo dip, maybe some curly fries. I don't know. You name it. Everyone's kind of snacking. We can have some funny, like, you know, party hats and like those like to do things that you do on New Year's. And then, you know, we'd have some champagne. We'd probably play some drinking games, maybe some board games. Just be kind of chill, hanging out, watching football, socializing, and then do like a ball drop. And then everyone, you know, can get home safely. At 12.01, everyone's out of your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 12.30, 12.45. That, that's like my dream, you know, New Year's Eve. But yeah. that's never happened. So Yeah, that's a good call. What's uh, <clears throat> Are you a champagne guy? And is Sophia a champagne lady? Sophia loves champagne or just sparkling wine in general. I'm pretty neutral. Um, I like some champagne cocktails, but it's tough. Like if you sometimes we'll like open a bottle, but like we're not going to finish a bottle most nights. So like, especially because like I might have one or two glasses, but I don't I don't want that much. And so then like it's just wasted. That's yeah. my issue with champagne. You can't really like cap it and put it back in the fridge. No. <clears throat> you got to just power through it. Yeah. Um, are you drinking I, the champagne of beers tonight or what, what do you drink? I thought about that. I thought about getting a case of Miller High Life's, but um, I'll probably stop at Hy-Vee, you know, and get, get a, a bottle or two of champagne. I do like champagne, but in, in uh, smaller quantities, I think. If I start yeah. just pounding champagne, my acid reflux goes all, all awry. Uh, my stomach starts hurting, you know, it's my head starts pounding and uh, <clears throat> you know, you can only have so much champagne, I think, you know, um, did you ever go to in Des Moines when you were at when we were at Drake? Did you ever go to Americana? Yes. Yep. Yeah. How many times did you, did you go? Multiple times. But looking by your nod. Are you talking about the like brunch? Yeah, that brunch place. I've only been to their brunch once. I went for dinner a couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to their brunch once too, and it, it wasn't until like the end of my. Actually, I might have been out of college. I think I was. It was after Drake. I went back to Des Moines to like hang out with friends, and we got uh, we reserved a breakfast or brunch at Americana, and uh, that's the first time I've been. I've heard all about it. The all you can drink mimosas, right? So that's the main catch for people that don't know what Americana is. It's the all you can drink bottomless mimosas, and so they really get, good food too. Like it's like fancy. Like this isn't like yeah a shitty no. restaurant. Like this is <laughs> one yeah. of the nicer restaurants in Des Moines. Yeah, it's a nice restaurant. Like it's like two stories. You know, we had a table up top. We were going down these big flight of stairs. Um, well, the main, the main mistake I made is we went out the night before and I went a little bit too hard. So I can't, I went to Americana in the morning, very hungover. So I was like, I paid, what was it? Like 60 bucks for like the, all you can eat buffet and all you can drink mimosas. And I was like struggling through the mimosas. I barely ate any food for, for the brunt, the breakfast. So make sure you do not go to Americana hungover. That's a huge you know, critical mistake for the wallet and for the stomach. So uh, go, you know, on an empty stomach, just ready to drink, ready to eat, ready to party, and you'll have a good time. Yeah, for sure. I, I think too with mimosas and stuff, because like no one would ever just like drink like eight glasses of orange juice and like feel good. And then like you add in like alcohol that's bubbly, like it's it's a disaster. Yeah, it's not good for the stomach. What's your uh, go-to? Is orange juice your go-to mixed, mixed mixer with champagne for a mimosa? I'm not a big mimosa guy. I I, I don't know. Like I, I like a few champagne cocktails, but I agree with you. Like I don't want to probably have more than like two glasses of champagne. So if it's a champagne cocktail, like there's some like some fun holiday ones with like you know cranberry juice and cranberries and garnishes, or sometimes throwing some vodka or or whiskey. Um, 
you know, with, with some other mixers, obviously you wouldn't do like cranberry champagne and bourbon. That'd be terrible. Um, but I, I do like champagne cocktails, but, but again, like I'm, I'm just not a big, like I've never been a mimosa guy, a really so any, a, all you can drink thing in the morning. Like I'd rather just like drink Natty Light. So that's the third time that you've mentioned champagne cocktails. And I, I, for one, the only quote unquote champagne cocktail I've ever had is a mimosa. So what other, what other things are you talking about? All right, let me, let me, I don't want to like, you know, misspeak here. So let me look up like famous champagne cocktails. Yeah, look it up. And, and while you're doing that, I want to ask you, because you mentioned that Natty Light, during Drake Relays, did you ever go to uh, West End Breakfast? I did, yeah. Um, I went only one year, I think. Yep, I went my senior year and that was it. How were you? No, I actually never went. But isn't it like uh, you eat cereal and with beer in it instead of milk yeah, or something? You like bring cereal, but I mean, really, it's just like a you know. Yeah, just drink it. Just have beers. beer there, and yeah, yeah. But then, like some people, they have like bowls and silverware. If, I think if you want to like do it, but um, one cool story is I was in a geology class my senior year, second semester. It was, it was not like a joke of a class, but it was pretty easy. And I I had a presentation like after that breakfast. Um, is that the study of rocks? Yeah, or the in like minerals and like the earth, and I guess I don't know what it all encompasses. But it was it was a super cool class. The professor was awesome. He saw me partying the day before outside. He was with his family, like in Drake neighborhood, like walking his like baby out oh, with no. his wife, and I was playing beard high. And it's like you better be ready tomorrow. I was like, yep. Um, but no, it was a great class, and um, I was at least responsible at breakfast, and just you know went, went for more for the for the ambiance. Nice. Yeah, I feel like you have to go at least once. I kind of regret not going for sure, but Would you especially if you're a alumni? SIGEP, you definitely have to go as a SIGEP. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I don't think I'd go as an alumni either. So I think I'm I'm waving the white flag on West End breakfast. Okay. <clears throat> Fair enough. Um. Yeah, that was a. Uh, go ahead. I was going to ask if you had any New Year's stories. Yeah, I got I got one good New Year's story. This is kind of my favorite uh, New Year's memory that I always, you know, I'll never really forget. Um, but what I did forget is the year that it was. I think it was after my freshman year of college or during my freshman year of college. So I go back home for New Year's, right? And it's, you know, the first time, like, everybody's back together, all your buddies from, from college. You got the winter time off. You're back hanging out back home. Um, we go to this house party in Milwaukee. It's a real yep. dinky, nasty house. We're in the basement, you know, the sticky basement, classic house party, house party vibes. Um, the music's bumping. We're playing beer die. We're playing beer pong, whatever. I look over, and my buddy Kyle, this one dude, like this random dude who nobody knows at this party. I know everybody at this party except for this one guy. He's like screaming, and then he yep. smacks one of the beer pong cups. It sprays water all over my friend Kyle. Who, if you've ever met Kyle, I call him the Vanilla Gorilla. He's this big beefy muscular jack dude right um so it hits kyle the instant this water hits kyle you see like him like instantly just like come up with this idea right so he just i'm just like oh no he's a man possessed right now <laughs> he goes over he goes after this guy grabs him body slams him on the concrete in the basement of this random milwaukee house right and like uh and i think people pulled him off him or something i don't remember him like wailing on him or anything but but he definitely slammed him down so then we're like we got to get out of here so we like grab my close buddies and get out of there my one buddy was uh was the sober driver so he we all pile in his car his like huge truck thing we drive to uh back near our houses and we go to applebee's 
So it's after midnight at, at this point. We go to Applebee's. We're sitting there. This, you know, going to Applebee's late night used to be the thing around town. You know, you yeah. go get some half apps. So we go to get get some half price apps. We're kind of chilling, just talking about how crazy that was. And then we're just like sitting there. We're like, we should do something, you know, significant tonight. We should uh, we should keep this party rolling. And one of my buddies is like, we should drive down to Nashville tonight. What? And so we all kind of look at each other like, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. And then we're like, we should do it. So we had our one buddy who was sober and he had the huge truck. So we, we like asked the waitress, we're like, Hey, we were talking about driving out to Nashville tonight. What do you think? And she was like, you should totally go for it. You know, terrible, terrible influence this lady was. Cause that's, that's all we needed to push us over the edge was this, was this waitress. So she says, you should do it. So we pay our bill. It's probably one thirty or two in the morning at this point already. So we pile into my buddy's truck and this includes like people were in the trunk of all of of this big truck and and whatnot so we're sitting there we're my buddy takes off for nashville we get to how far is that from milwaukee uh like 11 hours (laughs) (laughs) and and i guess another piece of the story too is there was a a tennessee titans football game the next day so my one buddy bought like i think there's eight of us he bought eight tickets to the titans game so we're committed dude we're committed to going to nashville so we pile in we're driving we get like to Chicago area, and we're all che- we're all chanting Nashville, Nashville, Nashville. And the driver was getting real nervous. He was like, "My parents are gonna be so pissed." You know, we were just gonna like our, our plan, our genius plan was to just wake up in Nashville and call our parents and say, "Hey, we're in Nashville." By the way, <laughs> that was such a bad idea. But um, and, <laughs> but he starts freaking out because it's his car. It's like his parents' car. You know, he's driving, yeah. and we have more than the legal limit of people in the car. Uh, like it could have just been terrible. So. He starts panicking and he actually turns around. So we're we all already all the way to Chicago, like an hour and a half. We've been in this car. Turn around. It's like now at this point, I don't know, three thirty in the morning, oh and we're God. Nashville, that chanting for him to turn back around towards Nashville. And he's like, I can't, guys, I can't. He's like almost in tears. And then uh, basically, we just ended up going home. We got back to Milwaukee at like five in the morning. You know, went to bed, laid our heads in the pillow at like five thirty in the morning woke up the next day at whatever time but but that's a memory that i'll never forget i just wish we we went full send and committed all the way to nashville but it's still a good story i think so yeah that, that's amazing so like you still wish that you would have went oh 100 percent wish i would have went yeah my parents would have been so pissed i feel like i mean they were they're more laid back now but they were pretty strict back when i was in high school especially because you know i was just one year out of high school so they still felt like you know that that's our boy that lives under our roof type thing so i should have I should have probably been smarter in the moment, but when you're with a group of seven other dudes that are all screaming Nashville, you know, you're, you're balls deep in that idea at that point. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, so I committed to it. We all committed to it except for the driver, which is the the key piece of the puzzle there. So I was just mostly pissed that we got all the way to Chicago, like past Chicago until he decided that it was a bad idea. Like you couldn't decide in the Applebee's parking lot that it was a bad idea. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never really forgive him for that, but I'll never forget that memory. Yeah, that's a good story. I like it. Do you have any good New Year's stories? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you just hate New Year's with a burning passion? Yeah. I mean, most years it's like either Sophie and I do like a date night out or it's like some kind of like, you know, small party. Um, so. We're getting to that age where it's not as like a big of a deal anymore, I think. Yeah. When, oh, and we've been in Florida for a couple of New Year's and those were really fun because we could just walk to a place and they did like a little like they had like drinks and like a little ball drop thing. So that was actually really fun. Um, but I haven't, yeah, I haven't been in, I feel like I haven't been out of college for new year's that much. Well, and 
New Year's was also weird at college because we were mostly home because Jerry had such a long J, J term. So we weren't like back on college campus or most people weren't. Um, so, yeah, that, that always sucked too. Is like you're, if you we were on campus, you know, you have a guaranteed like plan of something to do. But when you're back home, then you're like scrambling to find something to do. Cause I think we're at this age now. And maybe I'm just saying that cause I don't have any plans really tonight, but we're at the age now where like, there's no shame in not doing anything. But like yeah. when you're in college and you don't do anything for New Year's, you're kind of a loser. So yeah, like yeah. I was like thinking, you know, shoot, I'm back home. Like we got to, yeah, I got to think of something to do. So there's a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. Um, my last New Year's, we were actually back home uh, in Wisconsin to like celebrate a late Christmas with my family. And so we went, this, this was a, a good way to just start, start the new year with a bang of, of 2022. Um, so this was my first memory of this, this, uh, 2022 season. Um, so we go out for new year's cause my buddies want to go out. I w- I'm not a big fan of going out. It's just kind of a, a lot of work, a lot of money, uh, you know, a lot of planning. You got to hope that like there's Ubers available, all that stuff. And my buddies are big as like for like staying out as long as possible. And I get to a point where I'm just like, all right, I'm kind of tired. I'm kind of drunk. I just kind of want to go home. And the later you yep. stay out, the bigger, the pain in the ass trying to get home, you know, there's like way or, less yep. Ubers. Way more expensive. Everyone's trying to leave at the same time. You're more drunk. Yeah, you're more drunk. It's like just a terrible combination. So we like, I remember we went out to downtown Milwaukee and my friend Caitlin from Drake, she was there with us and my high school buddies and Jackie. And uh we ended up all getting COVID. So that was a, a pretty bad year to pretty bad way to start the year. I had to miss like yeah. 10 days of work. I used all my sick leave because they they uh made me stay stay away stay at home so that was a rough way to start the new year it was a fun time that night but then you know looking back you're just like damn i had that one coming you know it's like i should have known i was gonna get covid that night yeah rip yeah dang what did you do did you do anything last last new year's were you in florida yeah we were in florida um that was really fun but um, so what, what was the why were you why would you go to florida every new year's what was the occasion Sophia's family does Christmas and New Year's, and then they went back after New Year's. This year, though, we split up and did Christmas. I did Christmas up in Minnesota. She did Christmas in Florida, and we came back to Chicago for New Year's. Whereas last year, she came up to Minnesota like before Christmas, went to Florida for Christmas. I stayed in Minnesota for Christmas and then went to Florida after Christmas. So it was just a lot of a lot of travel, a lot of money to do it that way. So, uh, And then, too, you just – spending like a whole day flying just sucks like um especially with all like the southwest stuff this year like it just it's just a big headache and and so i, I don't know what we'll do next year but it this seemed to work out pretty well yeah that goes back to our episode like 13 where i said flying sucks you know it's a lot yeah. of work it's a lot more time um but that, that's really interesting that they go to florida every year i feel like that's something my parents would like to start doing uh, my yeah. dad was getting real grumpy about all the snow and cold weather in, in milwaukee area so you know he was complaining saying we should go down to florida every year for christmas so maybe that'll be a thing that we start to do but maybe not me that sounds like kind of tough to get down there yeah that's that's a haul from nebraska because you're just hoping that like you have good weather like this year we had the bad weather and like you said all the like the flights were canceled they're delayed and like caused total chaos and and when you're driving you're like you can you could worst case scenario be like you know what let's like leave at the break of dawn and like you know push everything forward or or let's wait till after the snow falls and like you can kind of move things around when you buy a flight you're you're locked into that ticket you can't just be like oh i want to leave three hours earlier yeah you're locked in that kind of reminds me of uh, just a story I have of um, this past week, the holiday season. You know, first, first, I want to ask, how were your holidays, Craig? They they were great. Thank you, David. How, how about you? They're they're great. Yeah, thanks for asking. So, <laughs> so, you went up to Minnesota. You said with your family for a few days. 
Yeah, I was up there for eight, eight or nine days. So a yeah, lot of family that's time. A long time, yeah, that's a lot of family time. Would you say you're Christmas sick of your family uh, by the time you left? Ooh, this is um, a safe space. It's only going to be on YouTube and Spotify. And I think some of my family watches, so I, I never <laughs> get sick of my family. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Um, so it's the it's last Monday, right? Uh, we're getting ready. We're we're gonna take off. Our plan is to take off after work on Wednesday to go home last week. So it's Monday. Uh, I worked from an 11 hour day from 7 30 in the morning till 6 30 p.m this day mm. and jackie worked a 12 hour day she she had to beat me she had to top me she worked i believe eight to eight okay so i get off work at 6 30 i go to the gas station i get out i fill my gas tank i go inside i grab a slushie i come out and my car starts or my car turns on but it does not start and, it, and it's like probably 10 degrees, like with the actual temperature, whatever the wind chill was on top of that. So I, my car will not turn on. I'm like trying everything. I'm looking at the owner's manual. I'm like reading through that, trying to figure out what the problem is. I'm Googling, I'm YouTubing it. And so finally I call my dad cause he has a Ford fusion as well. And I ask him like, have you seen any of these weird, like things that come up on your dash when something goes wrong? He says, no, he hasn't seen it before. I'm like, okay, great. So then I look the closest Ford dealership is like whatever, five miles away. I looked, they closed in 10 minutes. So I called them. Their service place was closed, but I talked to the front desk lady. I'm like, hey, I'm going to need to tow this car there because I don't think it's like a normal mechanical issue that I could just take to like a Midas or something. You know, it's like a weird Ford thing that was going on. Yep. It was like all these alerts that were popping at me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I call her. She's like, no problem. Just drop it off. Drop the keys in the Dropbox. So I'm like, thanks. Then I call AAA and for a tow. I called AAA for a tow. At that point, it was like, you know, right around 8 o'clock when I called. And then Jackie got to the gas station at like 8.45 or so because she got off work at 8. And so I from like 6.45 until like 8.45, I was sitting in the Casey's parking lot, like basically in my car freezing, like close, close to freezing. She picks me up at the right time. I get in her car. You know, I warm up. I thaw. Long story short, the tow truck doesn't come until 11.30 p.m what yeah and i was too scared to leave my car so she was jackie was like we could go home like we're pretty close to home and then like they'll usually call you and give you a heads up of like when they're close and we can come back but my car wouldn't my car was like flashing like the taillights i'd have to, I'll have to send you a picture but the taillights were like flashing like alternating like it looked like there was like it was short circuiting basically like possessed, yeah it was like possessed. And, and random things in my car were flashing i couldn't lock the car like i couldn't lock or unlock the car so I was like, I can't just leave my car like this, you know? So we had to like sit there and watch it basically until the tow truck came. Didn't come until 1130. The guy hooked it up and, and drove it and, and dropped it off at the Ford dealership. But that was just a really rough way to uh, start the holiday week, you know, going going into the week. And luckily we were planning on taking her car back home anyways. So we ended up just like, I took towed my car to Ford. It's $180 just to diagnose what the problem is. So that pissed me off. But we dropped it off there. They called me when I was when we were back home in, in Milwaukee. Um, that's a whole other story of the drive back to Milwaukee. But um, they had to like replace the battery. They had to clean off some battery cables and replace like some shifting cables or something. So that was five hundred total bucks. You know, kind of rough, rough way to to go into the holiday weekend. Um, and then when we so we took Jackie's car home. It was uh it was like that snowy, windy day Wednesday night, and people were telling you not to drive. But Thursday and Friday were supposed to be worse. So I was like, I say, yep. I say we just go for it Wednesday, see what happens. It usually takes like seven and a half hours. It took us like 10, 10 hours to get home. We had to go slow with all the snow and the wind. And when we exited, it was like two thirty in the morning. Exited, 
her start her car starts making all these loud noises and i'm like oh great like here we go another car problem so we like start calling around the next day to see who's open it's almost it's the 23rd at this point so we're scrambling to find somebody that's open my dad's buddy like has a car place it kind of his but he's like grown to be friends with him um we drop it off there he looks at it he ends up like tightening some some exhaust shield that came loose and then uh that ended up fixing the problem and he didn't charge us anything so he was our uh guardian angel this holiday season wow shout out shout out your guardian angel also shout out jackie <laughs> for sitting so, with you in the parking lot do you even buy her some casey's pizza at least I didn't buy her any Casey's pizza, no. Um, but I offered her to buy her some snacks. She didn't want anything. So um she was she was my guardian angel that night for sure. So it was it was lucky to have her pick me up. I kept being, you know, the stubborn person that I am and I was like, Oh, I'll be fine, like just go home you know, just I'll uh, I'll I'll come call you when the tow truck guy's here or something. And she was like, You're gonna freeze out here, you idiot. So she like didn't leave me there, which was good because I wasn't gonna be the one to say, please stay and keep me warm, but but she knew that she had to. So thank you for her. Yeah, I, I can't imagine how cranky you'd be too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd be scared about. I was cranky, but also I knew she was cranky because she just worked twelve hours and like we, yeah. her, her car had battery, her battery went out like a week prior to this, maybe two weeks ago prior to this. So like she was pissed about that still, and like it was like we were everything was just hitting us at once. It felt like you know. Wow, that is brutal. Lot lot. <laughs> Glad that we're going in twenty twenty three with your car fixed. Yeah, the car's fixed. You know, it, it was uh, it drive it drives smooth. Things are working. It starts up just fine recently. So, you know, fingers crossed that no more car problems for a long time. So, uh, Jackie's sister just had like some. Her, she said so. We celebrated Christmas with her family the week before Christmas, and she like got inside one day and was like, "My car kind of feels weird. You know, it's not driving the same." And we're like, "Oh shit, here we go again." So we look at it for a while. Not not really me, but you know, we we're looking at it for a while and. She ended up Snapchatting me like a couple days ago and said that she picked her car up from the dealership when they made it back to Kansas City. She had to spend three grand to fix it. Wow. And she just spent like 1200 like the week prior to that on like general maintenance stuff. So $4,200 in the span of like two weeks. So that is a brutal, that, that's brutal. And that makes me feel better about my $500 bill. Cars are expensive. That's, that sucks. Wow. Yeah, cars, cars are very expensive. Do you guys both have a car or do you share one? I sold my car, so we just use Sophia's car now. But we try, I mean, we try not to use it. Like, we try to get around the city without it. There's a few places we'll, we, we drive to, but like, we, we probably drive once, a little less than once a week, I'd say. That's so, not very often, yeah. No. I would just think it's like nice. grocery shopping or. We walk. You walk with all your bags? Yeah. We're like a block away. I guess, yeah. You probably just look like homeless people. Best part about, yeah, that's, that's normal. The best part about city living. Yeah, that's true. That is nice. That's a nice perk. And you save money on gas. Gas prices these days are absurd. True. Except gas is super expensive in Chicago. So whatever gas we save or whatever we save on gas, we just spend because it's twice as much. Yeah, everything's expensive in Chicago, it feels like. Do you enjoy living in Chicago? I love it. Yeah, it's very cool. It's about to be um, 2020. The, the clock is about to strike 2023. Are you going into next year? Are you feeling like that's going to be a long-term plan for you guys being there? Yeah. One of our goals for 2023 is to buy a condo. So, oh um, yeah, that's a permanent yeah. move kind of. Yeah. So I think it's, yeah, we love the city. We love all the things to do. We like not having to use our car. We like the people. We like being able to go to concerts and football games and basketball games. And yeah, so for, for now, I think it's the move. There's definitely a lot to do. Do you think you'll ever convert over to be a Bears fan? 
I think the Bears are going to be like a secondary team of mine. Like I like I, I'm a Vikings fan, so like I can never like just straight up be like a Bears fan too. Um, but like I'll root for them against the Lions and the Packers and like some other teams. Yeah, but and I think Justin Fields is cool. That's that. That's he's a fun guy to root for. That's the nicest thing you've ever said, probably about the Bears. So thank you. And and I'm I'm perfectly happy with that. I feel I feel the same way. If I were to move, you know, to Detroit or to Minneapolis or something, I think I could like be okay cheering for the Vikings and the Lions because they're not playing the Bears. But if I moved to Green Bay, you would never catch me wearing green and gold. You'd never catch me rooting for them. No way. No chance in hell. I am a Bulls fan though. NBA is easier to do that. To, yeah, to like kind of. NBA is easier. Yeah, and that's East versus West. You know, like that's, true. Way that's even better. Yeah, way way easier. Um, what about like the White Sox or the Cubs? You're not a big baseball guy, but I'm not a big baseball guy, so I'm a casual Cubs fan. That that was easy. Yeah. Have you been to a Cubs game yet? Yeah, I went to. Yeah, I went to one last year. I'd like to go. I'd also like to go to uh, one of my ideas for my brother my brother's bachelor party was uh, renting out one of those buildings in like the outfield. You sit yep. on the rooftop and it's like all you can eat, all you can drink for like 120, 150 bucks. And you get like a decent view of the game. But like I said, all you can eat, all you can drink and you can see the game. So that seems like a pretty cool, cool deal. Yeah. those play, That looks awesome. I've never done it, but that would be really fun. It's either that or like you spend like $85 for a nosebleed ticket. So I'm like, it's kind of a no brainer. Like we'll spend way more than that on food and drink in the, in the stadium. Sure. Yeah, exactly. So. I don't know. My brother didn't want to do a bachelor party, so maybe that'll be a, an idea for somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, that is a good idea. Um, so so what else? Uh, what's been new with you since the last episode? It's been you know a few weeks, two three weeks. So besides the holidays, anything else new with you or Sophia? Not too much. Just yeah. Just there was a big, I guess, rush with Christmas, trying to get gifts and wrap everything. I feel like I got everything done with done on time i went out to virginia for a work trip and then after that i was up in minnesota so pretty pretty smooth sailing it was busy but it was it was good i guess how was virginia how was the weather it was cold for virginia like i brought my winter coat which normally i wouldn't have to do um but it was nice yeah it was it was still warmer than chicago but you know 30s 40s so chill chilly for there I think that's a concept that that always sucks too is like when you're traveling usually if you're traveling somewhere warm you're you're you don't need a coat when you're there, but you're traveling from a cold place. So you need a coat like when you're traveling. Yeah. And it's like now I got to bring this bulky ass coat like on the plane and then like have to bring it back. Like you just wish you could just leave it at home, but it's like too cold one way that you can't do that. It's like, yes, a real, a real problem. Exactly. You are well, uh, with you. Oh, <laughs> no, nothing's really new with me. But uh, okay. you reminded me of uh, my grinds, my gears for this episode. Uh, with it being the holiday season, you know, we've been been shopping a lot and, and selfishly sometimes I just wander and shop for myself a little bit too. Um, I, I think I'm uh, what people call a shopaholic. Uh, I, I enjoy shopping. I like buying things. Um, so I got to work on that. I think maybe therapy is the answer for me there. But um, anyways, what, what grinds my gears about shopping is uh, this new COVID thing with fitting rooms. So I'm going to talk about two different things with fitting rooms. Number one, when you go to a store and the fitting rooms are closed and they claim it's due to COVID because it just makes no sense to me why you would have to close a fitting room due to COVID. I don't understand why you can't just leave the fitting rooms open, let people like get, you know, use them, try things on. Cause it's way harder for me to commit to buy something if I don't know if it fits. And if there's something right. that grinds my gears even more than fitting rooms, it's returning items. I don't like to return shit. So I want to know that it fits. I want to know that I look good in it before I buy it. You know, so I want the fitting rooms to be open. So that's strike number one for a place. 
Strike number two is when they do have the fitting rooms open, but they have it where like they have an attendant that has to like unlock the doors for you. Mm. Oh, I cannot stand that because then you got to wait for this lady who is most likely wandering around the store somewhere. I got to go like tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, I want to try something. Can you unlock one of these fitting rooms for me? And it's, I'm like the only person in the store. I'm like, please just keep these doors unlocked. Like do the curtains or something that some places do like anything, but don't make me sit there and wait for this lady to open this fitting room for me. Okay. <laughs> And then number two is when you're in the fitting rooms trying things on and the ladies are like walking around and they're like overly attentive and they're like banging on your door. They write, they scribble your name on the door. They, they're banging on the door. They're like, David, does that thing fit? You know, do you need me to grab you a different pair of jeans? I'm like, lady, just leave me alone. Okay. Like, I want to be in peace. I need to like try this on, think about it, do some squats. Like don't be pounding on the door asking me about sizes where i have to announce to the entire place yeah this size that i grabbed is too small i'm too chubby can you please give me a bigger size like just uh, that that's definitely strike number three on fitting rooms what's your so what's your favorite retail store then for buying clothes probably banana republic okay yeah i got a couple Banana republic items on right now okay like Banana Republic, are they satisfactory for your for your fitting room experience? No, they're not, and that's why I think it, it brought my attention to the grinds <laughs> my gears because um, I also I also enjoy uh, like thrift thrift shopping, you know, like going to Goodwill, and mm-hmm. and I recently started going to like a couple like actual like thrift stores around here because I I've only ever been to like Goodwill, Salvation Army, those places, but the chains. But now I've been trying to go to like these like thrift places, so I, I go there. I like to find see if there's like a, a needle in the haystack type find. Um, and and that's what brought my attention to the closed fitting rooms because especially at a place like that, you want to make sure you can try something on and be like, okay, this thing's kind of a good, like a weirder item. It's like yeah. a unique unique item or I want to make sure that it fits. And and then the fitting rooms are closed for COVID and I don't really understand that. And then Banana Republic, they're locked and the attendants either wandering around or pounding on your door asking if something fits. So those are kind <laughs> of the, the things that, that made me think of those. Most and you of don't online shop? Yeah, I'm not a big online shopper because I want to make sure something fits. Okay. I, di- I just bought myself uh, a Chicago Bears jacket, you know, like those like starter jackets, those like kind of vintage jackets or whatever. I bought one of those and I was, I w- I've wanted it for months. I wanted to see if like I got it for Christmas. I didn't. So I was like, you know, I'm going to use some Christmas money and buy this for myself. And I was trying, I have gone back and forth for the past couple months about what size to get because I want to wear it like over just a t shirt. And I also want to wear it like over like a hoodie. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to look at like reviews. Of course, there's like no information on like sizing. There's no reviews on like how things fit. Uh, I even emailed this one website and asked them because they had like a model wearing it. He was wearing the jacket and I emailed them and asked like, hey, can you please tell me like the size, like how big this model is and how, what size he's wearing? And they answered like, and they were like, yeah, this is just a picture that we got off of like Google images or from like the manufacturer. Like we have no <laughs> idea what size he's wearing and what size the model is. And I'm like, well, that's completely useless. So I finally just took a shot in the dark and bought one, but we'll see, we'll see what happens when it gets delivered. Well, let me, let me blow your mind here, David. Okay. You can always order things. Like let's say you want a pair of jeans from Banana Republic. You can always order two sizes, try them on when they get there. If one of them fits, that's awesome. You keep that pair. And then you return the other pair, and it's still only one trip to the store. And you don't have to do any fitting room experience. Yeah, but Craig, I don't like taking the risk of paying that much up front for items because if I don't – if gonna, I There's no risk. You're going to get your money back. Well, what, if I'm, what if I'm too lazy to return something? Especially like when you have to mail it back, then I'm definitely super lazy no, to have to return. You can just go to the store, which is what you have to do anyways to shop. 
Yeah, no, you're always you're always providing good counter arguments to my complaints, but I'd rather just complain. So yeah, I think that's fair. That method that you mentioned, that's what Jackie does. She likes to buy like multiple sizes of something and then just try it on and then just ship whatever one is is not the one that fits. And that that's probably the smarter way to online shop, but you know, I'm more of just a, hey, let's take a risk, see what happens. And it's funny you mentioned that because I actually bought a pair of jeans off Banana Republic and I bought the same exact size of another pair of jeans that I have, but I was looking mm-hmm. for like a a different shade, like a light wash. They weren't even close to fitting, Craig. Not even close. So I, I had to decide if I was going to keep these parachute pants just out of pure laziness or if I was going to make the return. I ended up making the return. So Two comments. One, it's good that you're, you're, you're with someone who's a lot smarter than you. Two, it might be time to fire up the New Year's resolutions to, to get in the gym. Yeah, I think it's 100% time to fire up the New Year's resolutions. You're exactly right. Um, we'll we'll but, discard you know, them in a month. but um. <laughs> No, here's the problem. Actually, my, that's funny that you mentioned that. My, do you have any two uh, New Year's resolutions other than buying a condo? Not really. Just minor things like... You think you're perfect just how you are? No, but I, I think that, I mean, what is like 80% of New Year's resolutions stop after like two weeks. So yeah, like I'm trying to work out more, but I've been, I've been doing that good for like a couple months. So I'm on the right trajectory there and um, have some like work study goals, but like that's not like anything, you know, that's revelational. Okay. You know, how about you? Um, I think, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, the working out thing, because that's part of my New Year's resolution. But I'm going to make a special twist on my New Year's resolution this year. Okay. You mentioned it. Most people, you know, make a New Year's resolution. It lasts like two weeks to a month at most. Okay. So what I'm going to do is start my New Year's resolution on February 1st. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. So what, what? I, because I'm nervous that because my, my resolution is to get in the gym. Okay. Okay. We have a gym. We have a gym with our apartment complex, but it's a drive away. So, you know, it's been, I've been super lazy. I've been like being like, oh, I get home from work. I don't want to drive to this, to this gym. But my resolution is to get back, to get in the gym. I haven't been in the gym in a long time. I don't feel confident in myself, you know, when I'm butt ass naked in the morning, looking at the mirror. So I want to be confident. I want to be smiling at myself in the morning. So my resolution is to get back in the gym. So what I'm going to do, instead of going on January 1st with all these other idiots that make their New Year's resolution to get in the gym, I'm going to wait till all the idiots give up on their resolution and then go on February That's 1st. smart. That's smart. Yeah. See? Jackie probably had that idea. Chestnut checkers, buddy. Chestnut checkers. <laughs> I don't have a new idea for a segment then. We'll have to check in every every episode to see how you're doing with your, your February's resolution. Okay, fine. Fine. That'll keep me accountable, I think. That'll help. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Why don't we get it wrapped up here? Um I wanted to talk about for our special segment, top three today, I wanted to talk about, you know, the top three things from this past year for you. As you know, we're going in, we had the Christmas episode last episode. This has kind of been a New Year's themed episode this year, uh, a year interview uh, episode, if you may. So I wanted yeah. to see kind of what your top three things is either an event, um, a weekend, a week, whatever it might be, a memory uh, since, uh, you know, since the start of 2022. Yeah, um, I got my top three here. Um, I'll say do number want, three. Yeah. Do you want to alternate like we always do or do you yeah, want to just alternate, yeah. out all three? Yeah. Let's do number three. Okay. You go alternate, three. alternate. Okay. You go three. Okay. So my number three is, is some people might think this is stupid, but it was actually the Timberwolves NBA season last year. Probably my favorite season I've ever had as a sports fan. I watched a lot of the games. Um, and I just had a blast watching a team like overachieve. And even though they were never had a chance of winning the championship, I was like my favorite sports season. And I think it barring like a Super Bowl or NBA championship, like it probably will be for a long time. 
Yeah, that was a fun that was a fun uh, season for the T Wolves, and and winning that uh, playing game was exciting as well. So, yeah. you know that that's that's a good memory. I'm glad that just shows your you that you bleed, uh, you know, navy and, and teal or whatever their colors are. So so that's good. Yeah, look at that. My new two, two Timberwolves mug for Christmas. Big, What's big, your number three? Uh, my number three would have to be. Uh, I was I was kind of thinking, you know, it was, it's been a pretty good year. This morning when I was eating breakfast, I was like, huh. You know, Craig and I were going to do a kind of a New Year's episode. I should probably think about, you know, this past year. And and I was just sitting there kind of blanking. I couldn't really think of like, you know, good things, good memories, good moments. Uh, so I so I went to my photos album, started scrolling through pictures. And uh, I would say my my number three for, for favorite memories of this past year was the weekend that I had some friends visit me in Iowa City. So I already have I already had a significant amount of friends already living in Iowa City. I got very lucky with that. And then I have a, a you know, close group of friends from Drake that um, we were in pharmacy school together. We were just like friends for a long time and we still try to get together a couple, a couple times a year. And, uh, in, it was last year, probably close to this time. We, they all visited me in Iowa city. So we spent the weekend there. We went to a hockey game. We went out to, to a couple breweries, you know, just kind of hung out, played beer die in my apartment and, uh, and just had a good time. So that was a, a great memory. Great to have them there to visit. Uh, it was, it was a fun weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. It's fun to do those weekends as like an adult, like, Cause we don't get to do that every day. Like we didn't call it. So it's like, just makes them even more fun. Yeah. It makes it more, feel more special. Yeah. You just go, I think as, as you get older, you grow to appreciate those friends a little bit more that like will travel, you know, across state lines to, to come visit you or to, to be with you or spend time with you. So it was yeah. fun. That's a good segue into my number two, which is basically the, ex- the exact same thing. We did a, uh, my old roommates and I, we did a lock-in where we didn't, we, we only hung out with each other. We didn't leave the house. So we ordered in all of our food and stuff and we, did drinking games, video games, some D and um, more drinking games. So that was a really fun weekend in Des Moines. So we called that the the Shark Tank lock in, and we that nice. was the first time we had all been together since like we graduated. Um, we had like meeting up for like brunch, but like there was other people there. So it was like the first time that it was just like us five in like two three years. So that was some of your Drake buddies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. A little lock-in action. I like when like you force people to be together even longer too. Like when they came and visited me in Iowa City, they were like, "Oh, should we get a hotel?" I was like, "No, let's just all stay at my apartment." You know, more time spent together. Like we'll be a little crammed. Who cares? It's one weekend. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Um, my number two. Then I would have to go with. Uh, I couldn't pick between between the two, so I'm just gonna clump them into one here. It's gonna be the two bachelor parties that I went to this this uh, year. I mentioned my brother, he, he got married and he didn't want a bachelor party, so he's not in the part of this uh, number two pick here. But so my buddy John, he got married this uh, past July. So he had a, a bachelor party in, I think June. Um, and it was like in the middle, they were like two polar opposite bachelor parties too, but they were just a lot of fun. So one was like in the middle of nowhere, Iowa or Illinois um, at some like, cabin in the woods you know kind of in the middle of nowhere we we're just kind of hanging out drinking you know we went to a casino in the middle of iowa one night and that was like an hour away um we grilled out we we ordered takeout uh we partied um there's this little pond that we swam in um a few of us so it was just a really fun weekend good to get back to, together with some guys from college and the other bachelor party was in nashville for nate morehauser's bachelor party so that was a lot of fun too. kind of polar opposites, you know, in the middle of a big party city, you know, going out, uh, having a good time at, at the bars in Nashville, listening to some good country music and, and, uh, kind of meeting his high school buddies. So that was, that was a fun time too. That's awesome. Yeah. Bachelor parties are great. Yeah. yeah. And that, the, fun time the, Nash- boys. the Nashville one was the first bachelor party I've ever been to. So okay. that was, it was a good time. That's awesome. 
but uh, I remember know. following the Nashville weekend on like Instagram and stuff. It looked pretty fun. Yeah, I was I was glad I survived that weekend. It was uh, <laughs> it was quite the weekend with those guys. His friends are are party animals, so it was just hard to keep up. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go my number one then. I'm I'm tying some things together. Uh, I'm just gonna do like celebrate and love. Um, so like there was a lot of weddings that we went to. That was super fun. Um, Nate, shout out Nate, shout out my sister. Shout out Matt Williams and shout out Rob. So had had a lot of weddings this year. They were all a ton of fun, uh, celebrating them and, and their families. And um, also just great to like we we met up at Nate's and that was super fun. Met, met your parents. So that was that was awesome. So so much so many fun things at, at the weddings. And then continuing that theme, I probably should mention getting engaged. That was the <laughs> highlight of my year. So shout out self for that. That was. Um, and we had a lot of friends, friends and family celebrate too. So some pretty, some pretty incredible weekends in, um, in, in 2022. Yeah. I was going to say when you, when you said weddings for like your, when you were talking about all those weddings, I was like, I hope Craig did not forget Sophia. No, that's, that will be a critical mistake. (laughs) No, the weddings were one B getting engaged is one A. Nice. Yeah. Good job digging yourself out of that one. Um, so I agree, you know, one of those rare occurrences that we agree on the show, uh, my number one is weddings as well. Um, so, you know, we had Nate's that you mentioned getting to meet up with you and and some other people was really fun. My parents were there. That was a good time. Um, and Nate's just an awesome guy. So celebrating his, his love with Eden was, was a lot of fun. Um, and then my buddy, John Opime, shout out John and Carla. Uh, there were friends in Iowa City, friends from Drake that got married. Um, that was a great time. It was good to reconnect with some people from Drake as well. Um, and then number one, I got I got to rank it. Number one was my brother's wedding in July. Uh, I was the best man, so it was a big deal. Um, you know, he, he's obviously my my best friend, so it was fun to to celebrate his his love with Brittany. And and you know, their their wedding night was a lot of a lot of fun. So you're gonna make me cry, David. Yeah, it was it was a good moment uh, for for my family for sure. He, you know, he did a good job of of containing himself and being a good boy all night. So I was proud of him, and and it was nice to. I always love big gatherings with with uh, family, especially when it's like both sides connected. It's been the first time I've done that really since like my sister graduated high school or or my older sister got married, where you can have like both sides of the family come together. It's a good time. That's awesome. Well, we had a good twenty twenty two. I'm excited for twenty twenty two. Good 2022. We're gonna make 2023 even better. Um, we'll try to try to get more episodes posted. Maybe we'll crank out some uh, the whole season two in, in this next year. We'll see what Let's happens. Let's do it. <laughs> Don't make any I'm not promises. promising though, because yeah, we need to deliver on our promises. So we're, I was gonna say, we're one for one for promises. So let's just keep <laughs> that streak alive. But uh, we promise we will post an episode in 2023. I promise. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a promise for sure. We'll uh, we'll keep up on our Dogecoin. We'll check and see how that's doing for the next episode. Uh, I love the hat, by the way. Ham's beer. It's a cool hat. Thank you. Yeah, shout out Ben Schultz. He uh, he got it for me. So yeah, it's a nice hat. So I never had hams. I really need to try hams. Mm, it's the best. It's the best. You, you really need to. I'll send you some hams. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I'm really missing out. Um, okay, everybody, thank you for listening. If you're still still tuning in, I appreciate it. Craig, thanks for taking the time to record with me this morning. It's uh, it's always a lot of fun getting an episode out there for the people. So, so thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, y'all. Thanks, David. All right, see you, buddy. Hey, happy New Year, everybody. Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully, you have a good night turning 2020 through into 2023. So, happy New Year.